street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. My wife found my copy of A Manual for Creating Atheists. Now what? Having grown interested in street epistemology based on what I saw online, I recently started reading Peter Boghossian's A Manual for Creating Atheists. However, out of concern that my wife might simply read the title and misconstrue my goals in asking her questions about her belief in God, as well as her request that I respect her belief, I had been hiding the book for some time for fear of my wife's reaction. Well, one evening I slipped up left it lying out. Understandably, my wife, upon finding the book, was quite upset, and was convinced after reading the title and some of the chapter headings that I was disingenuous, and I was actually seeking to deconvert her from her faith. She had become convinced that I was not merely a seeker of truth, but that I was secretly plotting to proselytize for atheism. After giving my wife some time to cool down, I try to assure her that the goal of street epistemology is not to create atheists. Rather, it aims to help people see where they are using unreliable paths to truth, and then lead them to instead embrace good epistemology, logic, reason, evidence, and critical thought. The title itself, A Manual for Creating Atheists, as well as Dr. Boghossian's metaphors such as the faith virus and removing the disease of faith, can certainly be off-putting and unnecessarily confrontational. The title is based on the idea that when people start using reliable epistemology instead of unreliable epistemology, that should result in atheism, absent other factors motivating them to hold on to belief. So, someone who thinks good epistemology leads one to God should be unconcerned. Understandably, though, as she feels her Christianity is a core part of her identity, she was put off by the title and the chapter headers. Combining all this with the fact I was hiding the book from her, it's easy to see how this could make her feel betrayed and upset. At this point, I was in an emotional panic. Would my wife leave me and take the kids? Would she denounce me and out me to other friends and family as an atheist? As I am out to her, but not to most of my family and friends. Thankfully, I was able to shelve those thoughts, but first, I had to de-escalate the situation before I could make my case. Firstly, I reflected her feelings by paraphrasing her concerns back to her. I said, So, after seeing this book, you now feel that my goal is to create more atheists, correct? Secondly, I showed that I appreciated her voicing those concerns to me. I'm glad you shared this with me, and I appreciate your willingness to talk through this. Thirdly, I empathized with her. I imagine you must feel betrayed, as I initially felt when I saw Leslie Strobel's book, Surviving a Spiritual Mismatch in Marriage, on your e-reader. Then, I began to calmly discuss the topic with her, using some of the tools I had learned by watching various street epistemology videos. I asked her, if my goal was to simply proselytize and create atheists, 
would I have been willing to pray for knowledge of God and then proceed to read the Gospel of John as my former teacher suggested I do? No, I would not have done that as a sign of good intentions and modeling openness. She then conceded that no, I would not have done so. Then, I reaffirmed to her that my goal is to live an honest, truthful life, and that in order to do so, I had to examine whether my method for determining truth was reliable and sound. We went on to have a heartfelt discussion and amicably agreed to respect each other, despite our differences in religious views. As a demonstration of good intention, I agreed to pause my reading of this book and start reading a book about parenting an autistic child for our daughter's sake, since my wife made a fair point that her diagnosis is a more pressing concern at present. I did, however, gently remind her that I am open to the possibility I am wrong, and I am willing to have my beliefs unpacked and discussed using street epistemology. I would love to, as an aside, point out how supportive the street epistemology private study group on Facebook was for me in this situation. This experience helped convince me that sharing it with the group was the right decision, as the outpouring of response and empathy was refreshing. The comments and feedback I received indicated that I had made a good decision in sharing my experience with the group. To all who took the time to support me and give feedback there, thank you. In retrospect, I'll close in true street epistemology style with a series of questions. Did my wife feel hurt to discover I had been hiding the book? Yes. Was it uncomfortable to defend such a provocative book title as A Manual for Creating Atheists? Yes. Was it a beneficial exercise that increased my empathy and understanding, as well as stressed the importance of being forthright, open, honest, and genuine? Absolutely. Verador is a network engineer, a skeptic, and a free thinker who tries to model doxastic openness and embracing the null hypothesis. He also enjoys engaging in civil discussions that lead to a mutually increased understanding of truth. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. 